guys, welcome to episode 13, lucky number 13 of Vibing in Valentino. It's a solo episode, it is my birthday. Actually, as I'm recording this, I literally have five more hours, and less than that, like four and a half hours until my birthday. And it is an episode all about what I'm gonna tell my 17 year old self. So like the me 10 years ago. It's kind of crazy because saying that makes me feel so old. I'm gonna use the word you a lot in this episode and I just want you guys to know that you is like me, like the younger me. And I hope this episode really applies to anyone who has a teenage daughter or a little sister. It's really some no holds barred advice and it's shit that you know I wish that I knew back then. Before we get into it, obviously we have to talk about my weekly weakness. My weekly weakness is also more of an efficiency tip that I have for everybody. Just because it's my birthday coming up and like I have a lot of celebrations going on and work and stuff like that that I plan out. The biggest thing that I have done in order to kind of really make time for everybody and everything going on is scheduling and i know it's so easy to kind of talk about it if you're somebody who already does it and if you're not a person that naturally does that kind of stuff it can be a little bit anal and very uptight but it really helps to kind of plan ahead like i have like a written agenda i'm throwing it back to middle school days where you still have a planner i live and die by my planner Oh my god, my dog is dying. Chihuahuas have this like kind of weird like snorting thing that they do randomly. Like he's not even excited about anything. He's standing in front of his food bowl snorting his life away. Like Scarface. Okay, we're good. He's good. Yes, scheduling and just kind of a written planner like making a list of everything has been the biggest factor in my organizational habits that's really helped me make improvements in myself and in my life it really helps me get things done i am so proud to say that like i have never been one to like forget an appointment or flake on people if i have something scheduled you know for work when it comes to trying to build your own thing like create your own project it is so key and i really recommend everybody to maybe they don't have to like i actually have to like schedule in my workouts and my calendar and like when i (laughs) breathe and eat i'm just kidding i don't do all that but you don't have to take it as far as i do but i think to create like a system for yourself where you can really keep yourself accountable is such an important part of growing not only yourself but if you're working on a business and growing your business so let's get into our episode right away i have 12 things that i wish i could tell my 17 year old self also if you guys hear ice or anything like clinking it's from my martini a quick tip i just found out that gin is healthier than vodka because vodka is made from potatoes and like wheat gin is actually made with like berries and herbs so it's kind of medicinal and i googled it and it's true if google says it it must be true you guys so now instead of a vodka soda i do a gin and soda i do bombay 
I think there's like better gins out there, but I just hear about Bombay the most. So that's what I'm going with. <laughs> so yeah, no more vodka sodas for me. It's gin soda, three slices of lime. Always that three slices because four is too limey. Two is not enough. Three is like perfect. I'm like Goldilocks. Okay, anyway, number one thing I would tell myself, and it's not in order, it's just me just spitting off the top of my head, kind of. Kind of. I wrote it down, but I'm gonna, you know, talk about it. Okay. First thing, the big thing, you don't know everything. In fact, you, 17-year-old Nicole, really didn't know shit, and you just like to think you do. It's true that a lot of things you learn, you had to go through yourself, but if you had taken the time or tried to listen to people around you, and even your parents who, I mean, maybe to this day, they're still the last people I listen to, but even your parents, you will save yourself a lot of waste of time, energy, and effort. There are so many things that people around me that are older and wiser tried to tell me when I was 17. When you're that age, all you want to listen to is yourself and your friends who also are 17 and they don't know shit themselves. So it's like the blind leading the blind and you guys are just a hot mess. So if you had taken your head out of your ass for a little bit and listened to some advice and not just completely ignore it you might have saved yourself a lot of time and a lot of learning mistakes that didn't really have to be made number two you should have taken golf more seriously <laughs> i mean you had a gift for real and i know i did too when i was 17 i know i was good at golf from when i first started playing and i was like a little baby but the only reason that I didn't want to pursue it because I was so stubborn is because my family, especially my parents, approved of it too much and I wanted to rebel. I wasted a gift wanting to be problematic or wanting to... I wanted so badly to forge my own path and find my own way that... I was great at something. I was very talented at it. And I fucked, I literally just fucked around and was good at golf. Like I didn't even really like the sport for real. But if I was smarter, if I had been smarter about it, I could have learned to like it. And it's funny because now me and Angie will go to the driving range and just hit balls for fun. Back in the day, because everybody around me was just like, oh my God, you're so good. Let's go to the driving range. Let's go play golf. I was like, uh, I don't want to play golf. I just want to sit here and watch Mary Kay and Ashley movies all day. Because everybody was so approving of it, I was like, there was something wrong here. That's just how dumb I was. And that's just how, you know, when you're little, you just want to go. You just want to do your own thing so badly that you're blind to natural gifts you have. And I think to other 17-year-old girls, too, just because your family approves of something does not mean you have to ditch it completely. Get your head out of your ass. If you're gifted at something, take that and run with it because some people are not gifted at anything. And if you don't take advantage of your natural talents, then it's a waste. And the only person you're hurting is yourself. Third thing, you were definitely overprotected, but it ended up being a good thing that you were never allowed to sleep over at your friend's house in high school. So sometimes a parent is overprotective for no reason. But in this case, <laughs> I still managed to get into a ridiculous amount of trouble and self-destruction. So imagine if I had the freedom to party like I really wanted to. 
I mean, sometimes a parent is protective because they know of the monster they've created and they know what you're capable of. <laughs> Either way, thank God I was not allowed to sleep over at a friend's house in high school. I feel like that would have been a recipe for disaster. <laughs> Back then, I was like, oh my God, why did you not allow me to sleep over? Like, why can I never trace the sleeping over? Like, why can't I? And looking back, I didn't miss much. But what I could have lost is so much more. And they're trying to protect me from that ever even being like a possibility. So thank you, mom and dad, for <laughs> never allowing me to sleep over. Number four, eat. I was too young at 17 to be dieting and obsessing over calories. I was going through a lot physically every day. You know, the starving, the purging, everything I was doing was messing up my metabolism. And I didn't know it then, but it was going to take me years and years for my body to recover, if ever. And the almost 27-year-old me does not appreciate that at all. So 17-year-old me fucking eats. Also, if you only knew how overrated being sick skinny will be in a few years, my god. Number five, realize that looks and high school popularity don't mean shit. You never want to be that kid that peaked in high school anyway, so don't devote so much energy to the high school drama. To trying to maintain a certain status quo in high school... I think I would have been less hesitant to do my own thing if I had known how insignificant high school popularity is at the end of the day. Looking back, I did a good job of staying in my lane all through high school. I mean, ever since I stole Val's boyfriend in middle school, I've done a really good job of not pissing anybody else off. And, you know, it's also good to know that it's okay to sleep in instead of waking up early to spend an hour in hair and makeup before school because honestly, honey, your makeup looked trash anyway. You didn't really know how to do it properly. Number six, boys don't mean everything. So I dated a lot in high school. I was never without a boyfriend. At 17, you, Nicole, 17-year-old Nicole, you're in the midst of a serious relationship. In a year from now, you're going to find out during your high school senior trip with then-boyfriend and all of your friends that he had another girlfriend the whole time. Then you're going to go on to what started as a revenge relationship in college that eventually turned into a real relationship that will last you almost four years. None of those relationships will stick, and they were honestly a waste of time. You're going to end up single by 22 with an unclear picture of who you are without a man, and it'll take you a few years to stop feeling incomplete. So, because you dated so much in fucking high school and in college, when you got into the real world single, you didn't really know how to feel or act or anything. Like, you were just so used to being in a relationship and you don't know how to be single. You were like, what do I do? That's not a good feeling. Honestly, being single is probably better than being in a relationship at your age. And sis, he cheated on you. So, mm. I mean, you got him back, kind of. You put your college boyfriend on the phone with your high school boyfriend and had the college one break up with a high school one for you. You were kind of petty. Yeah, young me was petty. But anyway, life goes on. Number seven, take some time to figure out what it is you want to do and what you're good at. Don't listen to the counselors. Don't listen to your parents. What other people say you're good at and should do. Really think about what it is that you want to do and how you can make it happen. Even if that idea is like impossible. Like Who would know that I'm sitting here talking into a mic and that's going to be a thing like nobody knew a podcast was possible or a youtube channel or being 
an Instagram influencer. Like, none of that was a thing 10 years ago. So even if it's something you think is completely outlandish, if that's something you're good at, like, I've always been a very good conversationalist. That's why I did a podcast. I've always been a very good writer. That's why I write for work. Even if it's something that sounds a little weird, keep that in the back of your mind because that's something you're good at. And eventually, if it's not a thing, you can always make it a thing. There's nothing telling you, nothing stopping you from making what you want. You can make that happen for yourself. Create your own thing. A note to 17-year-old me, you need to really reflect and decide for yourself because you can't just expect everyone to make decisions for you and for you to be fully happy with the outcome. Because I was a baby of the family, I was like, I'm going to take it day by day, <laughs> go with the flow and let people decide for me what I'm going to do in the future because I'm going to be fine. Granted, I had family money and all that stuff. That's also why I was so stuck in my ways of just not really thinking too much about the future. I was too relaxed about it almost. And lo and behold, it took until I was like 25, 26 to really start making things happen for myself. Don't be afraid of coming up with more than one thing either that you're good at or want to be or want to do as a job because you're going to have time. You're 17. You're going to have time to try everything out. Number eight, don't base life decisions on anyone else's desires but your own. This is what happened, okay? You're going to decide to go to a school that was your safety school. And you probably based that decision upon your parents wanting you to go to Virginia or close to Maryland. And also your high school boyfriend's college proximity. So the one that cheated on you and had a girlfriend the whole time? Yeah, you based your college-going decisions off of his and look how that turned out. You'll meet fantastic people at this college and have a great time, but you're always going to wonder what would have happened if you had followed your original plan and committed to Boston University instead. I always wanted to go to Boston. Took a tour of it, everything, loved Boston University. Got accepted to Boston University. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't go, but there was so much outside noise that was convincing me of other schools, and to this day, there's still outside noise. That's the thing. So at 17, your outside noise really like is limited to school stuff, right? When you get older, the outside noise becomes your personal life and your career. And the sooner you realize that what you want and what you decide for yourself and the fact that it's your life and you don't have to listen to outside noise and try to please everybody, the better off you'll be in the real world. So don't base life decisions upon anybody else but yourself. Number nine, know your good qualities and your assets. So things like being hyper-organized and a self-starter and very disciplined are qualities that you're going to rely on for the rest of your life. So get to know yourself and what makes you able to thrive? What is that inner quality that allows you to thrive in the world? And it could be your determination. It could be your leadership skills. It could be the fact that you're not afraid of public speaking. Just know, just know it and appreciate it and practice it. Even if you're really good at something, you can always be better at it because you already have an edge amongst all your peers and all your competitors that you're really good at these things. So keep working at it and don't lose it. 
I was doing my homework from like last period. If I had lunch, I would do all my homework from my morning classes during lunch. And I used to think that I was just like super uptight and anal, but that's just like a habit. Like I was like, it was a compulsion. Like I had to do it. If I didn't do it, it would bug me that I, it's not done. And I didn't learn how to appreciate that quality in me. <laughs> so know that there's nothing wrong with you for finishing your homework during lunch. That's the type of shit that you're gonna keep doing all through undergrad and grad school and it'll serve you well. So stay true to your good qualities which leads me to number 10. Know what your weaknesses are, and this is where you're going to have to learn to take criticism. So for me, my 17-year-old self, stop being so non-committal, bitchy, vain, and superficial, for God's sake. Commit to your plans, be nice to the new girls on the cheer team, and get out of the mirror. Like, you're cute, but you're not that cute. And watch the news for once so you know what's going on and you can actually make insightful comments. You're smart and school is easy, but it's easier for you to resort to acting dumb and it's going to stop being cute real quick. It was easier for me to be underestimated so I can over deliver. Like it's just easier for me to act like I didn't know anything so I could over deliver. And it's when you do something long enough, it becomes a habit. It becomes like natural. I wish I could go back to being 17 and cutting that shit out. Number 11, stop thinking you can get away with everything. Humble yourself. I managed to get away with a lot of things in my life, but thinking that I could get away with everything or assuming things will always go my way has put me in situations that were so unnecessary and completely avoidable. If I had stopped to think less recklessly, it was saved me a lot of problems, you know? People aren't always going to say yes to everything that you ask or do what you tell them to do. And the quicker that I learn that, the better off I would have been at handling real-world situations where rejection is handed to me in spades. Like, when I first started my job as a personal trainer, I did not know how to handle rejection. Mind you, I was starting grad school. I was one of those people that, I don't know, school came easy, achievements came easy, friends, like... For me in the real world, I didn't suffer anything. I always got my way, which sounds terrible. But then I started this job, right, where a huge part of what I had to do was sell. Yes, I trained people, that's a part of the service, but I also had to sell and there was a quota I had to reach every month. And if I don't, I get fired. So I'm out here scrambling to make a sale and I always just thought people would just gravitate towards me and like train with me and it was not like that. I was so not used to handling rejection that I was stopping myself from approaching people. You know, if you think about it, what customer is going to come up to a salesperson and be like, can I buy from you? Unless they're like a crackhead and you're a drug dealer. That, no, that doesn't happen in real life. It's always about the sales pitch. And because I never had to pitch or try very hard to pitch to make anything happen, I didn't know how to fucking handle it. And people were just come up with excuses and they'll know their excuses and it's literally just them like rejecting me and I did not know how to handle it and after like the first three times that people were like rejecting my personal training pitch at this crunch gym in Orange County I was like fuck that this sucks I don't like it I don't like being told no I don't like feeling like I'm rejected and I didn't make my sales quota for a month or two and I had to get my head out of my ass 
and realize that you can't get away with everything and things are not going to always come easy to you. I wish I had learned this lesson when I was younger. You're gonna handle the real world like an adult way quicker if you realize that. And the very last thing is 17 year old Nicole, your skirt could have been a lot longer. <laughs> That's it. Your school uniform could have been a good six inches longer than what it was. And you need to stop texting during French class because you'll keep getting sent to detention. <sighs> That's all I have to say to a 17 year old me. Um, this is a really short episode, but I really hope that this relates to some teenage girls out there that are <laughs> a little bit of a bitch, kind of bratty and problematic. Listen, I was one of you. I wish I knew then how little I knew, you know? I think the most important thing in life is to to know what you know. My brother told me this, and I, I don't know who told him this, because I know his ass did not come up with this articulate ass phrase on his own. But the most important thing is to know what you know and know what you don't know. And at 17, I did not know shit, and I thought I knew everything. And now that I'm turning 27 in a few hours, I know I don't know shit. For my birthday, I just want to thank all my listeners so much for sticking with me to episode 13. I mean, I honestly didn't <laughs> I honestly didn't know if I was going to make it this far, you guys, 13 weeks later. But, you know, thank you guys for sticking with me. I want to thank, obviously, my friends and my family for... This sounds like a Grammy speech, doesn't it? But anyway, yeah, thank you guys and thank you to my friends and family for always supporting me. I know some of you guys are listening as well. I'm going to keep this nice and short because it's my birthday week and I don't want to spend forever editing. So yeah, I will see you guys next Friday on Vibing in Valentino. I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. This episode is going to be out Friday. If you guys are in LA, Friday I'm hosting at Le Hardin. I am the only one in LA that says Le Hardin. Everybody calls this place Le Jardin, and I hate it. But if you know it as Le Jardin, then I'll be hosting Le Jardin tonight. And come by, say hi. I will be drunk off my ass, most likely. But yeah, have a safe weekend, you guys. Be good, and I will talk to you guys next Friday. Bye.